0: Welcome to the INY podcast. Each week we will post the great messages that are preached at our Friday night services. So if you miss it, or you just want to listen back again, this is the place for you. Let's get into it. But it's my great privilege to share this evening. Uh, Is anyone keen? We're talking about eternity, we're talking about more than this. And um, I actually just want to play just a real quick game of uh, The Price is Right right now. So I actually just need three random people to get up, don't care who it is. Bam, one, two, bam, too slow. All right, very simple, game of price are right, you just gotta get closest to the uh, specified amount, okay, so I need to come over here. First of all, this jersey, actually, Josh, can you help me, man, grab that microphone and just kind of be the news reporter that holds the mic out when they answer, all right? Oh, what do you think? Do I look rich? Okay. Why do you first first question. How much do you reckon this jersey actually costs retail price, not discount retail price? 150 bucks. Okay. Next answer? 120. Oh. 125. Oh. Does anyone actually know the answer? 110. 100 bucks. or 99 retail, yeah. Basically 100 bucks. So, Corey, round 1 winner. Here we go. All right, next thing. Question: Why do you go for Dallas? Why don't you go for the Cavaliers? Uh, Luca Doncic is all I have to say. All right, all right. What's what's this worth? Fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. <laughs> I believe 50 it's fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. I won. They're actually all correct, guys. Give it up to <laughs> <I won. laughs> them It's a legitimate look. Just to prove it, feel that. I'm watching you. <laughs> Put it in your it's legit. 50 bucks. Alright, very simple. Uh, now, how much do you reckon this is worth? It's a picture of me in in year three. What?! Picture of me in year three. How much do you reckon this is worth? Priceless. Wow, good answer. $25. (laughs) 110. 110, alright. Well, it actually costs 70 cents. To print an A3 piece of paper, sorry, 30 cents to print an A3 piece of paper, paper here. And I don't know how much the ream of A3 paper costs. So we're gonna roughly say about 70 cents. Who was the closest, you reckon, Josh? Me. I said no, priceless. That means said anything. Priceless could be infinite or it could be zero. So I'm gonna Jack. go with priceless. Woo! Yes. Alright. So um Xavier wins, well done. Well, it's two two. No, that it's not. One more. It's not because it's what I say it is. Now, watch me just put this back in my wallet. <laughs> I, know that if, I know that if I don't put that 50 back in my wallet, I'm gonna forget that it's in the Coles bag, and then someone's gonna try and find that Coles bag later on. Okay. So, price is right. Just a little bit of a game to get you going. I'm gonna ask another question. What is the actual value of a human being? If you type this into Google, you get some really weird answers, right? Here's, here's some things that came up. If you melt down all the components of your body into their different forms, and you sell off the different components, like all the different iron elements and different stuff like that, you end up with about 160 bucks, okay? Not bad. But then then I actually started to get really interested because depending on the quality and the country that you sell this in, your kidney can be worth anything from about $15,000 to a quarter of a million dollars. I know, (laughs) I'm not going to lie, I thought, I could go without a kidney for a quarter of a million dollars, I wouldn't recommend it. Um, Now, if you think about jobs, maybe you work at Macca's, you get paid like three bucks an hour, that's probably about the average rate, but one of the highest paying per hour jobs is actually an anesthetist, anesthetist, someone try and say that word, anesthetist, $111 $111 per hour. Not bad. And I know there's more. There's like people who have, you know, like they own, you know, big companies and they earn probably billions of dollars every day, but I didn't include them in there. All right, can I just get a timer up because I hate going over time. Just do like 15 minutes left. Okay. But i got a question for you, right? Numerically, those are all money figures and look, the kidney thing's kind of good. But is there any more value to us than just like our parts and, or our output, like for our work, right? Because here's the truth, right? This jersey, while it is $100, quite pricey, to me personally, it, it has a much higher value than that because I love Luka Doncic, he is a legend. And he's gonna be a future MVP. It holds more value than just this. You could like take another jersey and just cut it up like an old LeBron James Cavaliers jersey, couldn't care less about that. But you mess with this one, and it's worth more than 100 bucks to me, right? You know, you give 50 bucks to somebody who doesn't actually have any money, you know, like somebody who might be homeless or super hungry, and the 50 bucks means more than probably a person who's got millions in the bank. You know what I'm saying? They might actually be using it for toilet paper, okay? This photo of me probably has a lot more value to my mum than it does to me or anyone else in this room, but I will happily give it away to anyone who wants it tonight. (laughs) It's all yours. Okay, and obviously the kidney, I joke about something very serious, but to somebody who is going through kidney failure, okay, a kidney has an infinite amount of value to them than it probably does for us who are kind of just living life. You get what I'm saying? So sometimes there's a value to something But then there's an extra value that we attach to it. And I want to look, just remind us of our key verse here in Ecclesiastes 3. It says, God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart. But even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. But that line there that we've been focusing on, planted eternity in the human heart, that is the thing that makes us more than just 160 bucks, or the sum of our different organs that we can donate on the black market or something like that, that characteristic or that thing that God's given us, eternity, an eternal spirit, is the very thing that makes us infinitely valuable. Say to the person next to you, you're infinite, bro. Or madam. Okay? Now, here's the truth. We know that humans are way more valuable than a dollar amount because of that eternity that's in our heart, okay? We're not just temporary beings that have values that go up and down, okay, like this right here, limited edition, here we go. Bam. There you go. That's free for you guys, yep. Trinity, that's all yours. But we are eternal beings with infinite value, okay? Eternal beings... With infinite, eternal value. And to prove it, I'm just going to kind of show you something. Uh, I'm doing another dad thing, so we're going to chuck up this awesome video. Actually, context first. No, put the video up, and I'll explain context. Anyone been there before? There we go. All right, now, next picture. Yeah, that was her. And then next one, <laughs> that was after youth one night. Okay, lights up. Now, I just wanted to put up a super cute video of Iva sleeping. Okay, <laughs> there she is right now eating something. Yeah, Baba, Yeah, she doesn't realize it's her. That actually came, Asha went to Burundi last year um, and I was on dad duty for like two and a half weeks. Scariest thing of my life. And literally three hours into it, like she went to the airport that morning and flew off. And that lunchtime... You know, I'm just doing the casual thing that I do sometimes, like just flicking through my phone, like while she's eating lunch, okay? And then I look up and she's fallen asleep (laughs) in the thing. So I probably was on the phone for like way too long and I felt like I'd already failed as a father, okay? (laughs) But that's okay. As you can see, she went to sleep, but... You know, there's no limit for me, and I, I think you have to be a parent to experience this, or maybe you can get close if you have like a really awesome niece or nephew that you care for. But there is like no amounts or figure that I could put on either. It's like, and I, th- I think we feel the same way about people that we really love, like even close friends or family, like sure there's other people maybe that we could put like a price on their head, but for some people there's no price. It's like you would do anything, you would trade in anything to get them back or to have them here with you, right? Now, have a look at this verse here in Matthew 19, 14. It says, one day, some parents brought their children to Jesus. I actually thought about maybe some of the parents who brought you guys here tonight. (laughs) Some parents brought their children to youth, no, to Jesus, so he could lay his hands on them and pray for them. But the parent, sorry, the disciples scolded the parents for bothering them. I kind of think of that. Look, I know you're going, oh, lay his hands on them and pray for him. okay? It's just a symbol of, like, affection, you know, like, I'm going to pray for you. Don't be weirded out by that. But the disciples scolded the parents for bothering them. So imagine, you know, we, um, you get dropped off here, and then some of our leaders yell at your parents saying, why are you bothering Matt? He doesn't want, you know, your annoying kid here, annoying him. He's tired. And while that is true... Jesus jokes, God, uh, the the true bit was that I was tired, gosh, or was it? (laughs) Uh, Verse 14, though, says this, but Jesus said, let the children come to me, don't stop them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to those who are like these children. Okay, so the disciples were stopping Jesus from being able to even like, you know, um, just just be with these kids who are coming up. And the truth is, children, just like Ivor, has this capacity for full trust, full trust in, or anything really, like you can make a, a kid trust you very easily. But this story is, it's a full trust in God. Okay, and Jesus was teaching that if we're like children where we have full trust in God, then we receive the kingdom of heaven, which is infinitely value than anything else. Okay, I remember a couple of weeks ago, we bought a new car, and we had to go to the bank to get cash for it. And it was a big sum of money, like it was over 10 grand, right, that we were carrying around in $50 notes. And it didn't feel like Monopoly money, like it felt really weighty, okay, and I felt really nervous. And we kind of put it in Ivor's bag, and I felt like a security guard. I was kind of like watching over my shoulder, you know, making sure that no one was getting to me. But when you hold something of this crazy amount of value, like you're really super careful with it, right? More than just, I guess, the standard um, five cent piece or whatever. So we're talking about something with huge value. And look at what Jesus says about the kingdom of heaven here in this next verse in Matthew 13. It says, the kingdom of heaven, right? So remember, the kingdom of heaven in the previous verse is described as being with those children. Basically, with those people who have full faith in God, okay? And it's giving another simile to help us understand it, right? The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure that a man discovered hidden in a field. This, would, this treasure would be like, you know, crazy valuable. And in his excitement, he hid it again and sold everything he owned to get enough money to buy the field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant on the lookout for choice pearls. Everyone say choice, bro. Nice. When he discovered a pearl of great value, he sold everything he owns and bought it. So this kingdom of heaven, it's actually in us. This eternal heart that we have been given, this kingdom of heaven is actually in us. And for those who put their faith in Jesus, it's a part of us, right? And so, how do we handle something that has such infinite value? You know, do you have to be careful with it? Do you have to, like, you know, open up a bank account to put it in? What do you have to do with it, right? And so, here's the logic that I'm saying, right? And listen to this, because this is where we're going to get a bit deep, and this is where these faith promise cards are going to come in. And do we have pens and stuff kind of out? Oh, sweet. Let's get those ready as well, because we might need those. Oh, no. So I'm doing that backtracking thing. Pause one second. Thanks, Bethany. We'll do it in a sec. Okay, listen to this. If the kingdom of heaven belongs to those who come to Jesus with full trust, okay, like a child, and if Jesus tells us to treat the kingdom of heaven like the most valuable thing on earth, like the pearl, like the treasure, that you get up everything you own to buy a field because the treasure in the field is worth way, way more than the cost of the field, okay? It's like even if you gave every single thing to it, it still wouldn't even come close to the value that's in that field. That's the kingdom of heaven. Then what that means is that you are infinitely valuable. You can't even wrap your head around how valuable you are, but not just to God okay, you are not just valuable to God, but we therefore should treat each other, every single person, with the exact same infinite value that God treats us with. We should treat others the same way. Now, that's mind-blowing, because that goes beyond just seeing a person for the $160 that they're worth if you took their body and melted it down, or even the quarter of a million dollars for their kidney. It means we have to look at each other as more than just kind of disposable, okay? Now you might not see it, but there's a lot of things in the world right now that is trying to decrease the value of you as a human being. It's trying to say that you're not, you know, you're not special or you're not worth anything. Or if you don't perform a certain way, then you're not as valuable as somebody else, right? Or if you don't have enough money to fit a certain standard, then you're not as valuable. That is not true. That is not what the Bible teaches. But with that knowledge comes a responsibility, right? And so here we have these faith promise cards. I am going to borrow one. Thank you, sir. Everyone give it up for Spencer. Just giving it up. Giving it up. Right? We've got these faith promise cards here. Now, the truth is, when it comes to youth, And just the amount of cards that have kind of come in for, for like, people in youth, we have a very, very low submission, very, very low. There's not many people in youth that have given, like, a faith promise card yet. There is people, but I'm just saying, that's just the reality. And that's fine, because it's been a bit stunted. We've had conference and things like that, and we maybe haven't had the chance to. But to be honest, compared to previous years, there should be more, just based on the fact that we're bigger than we were last year, there should be more than last year, right? Right? But there's actually two responses that you can make tonight in this room. And in some ways, I'm actually talking to two kind of different types of people, okay? The first one is you would say, I'm a Christian, I'm a follower of Jesus. And the second of you would say that I'm a human being, and I know I'm a human, and I do genuinely love people, and I do genuinely value people, and I haven't got this God stuff figured out yet, or my faith isn't quite fully in Jesus yet, like it, like I feel like it needs to be, but I'm still a human being, and I still want to make a difference in the world. Okay, there's two responses that you can make here tonight. The human response is a bit like this. It's like, you know what? I live in this country. I've got an abundance of food. I'm never going hungry. I have a lot that I can give and give up, and I feel a little bit, you know, bad that people in the world's you know, suffer and I get to stand here kind of just all all safe and all good. And if you were here last week, you would have seen some of the projects that we're involved in. Okay, we had Heidi and Daniel here who are from Open Arms Mexico, where because of just how Mexico is, to be able to even have an income that is livable for a family, they have to have their kids in free childcare. Right? Otherwise. They go to work and their kids, no matter how young they are, are left at home. And orphanages get filled. Kids actually get kind of put into human slavery and all that sort of stuff. So it's really trying to address a need with something that is really simple, which is just, here's a center. You can bring your kids here for free. We'll feed them while you work. And you can come and pick them up and go home with them, rather than potentially come home and a couple of your kids have been kidnapped and you don't know where they are because you've been out working all day. Okay, that's one thing that we spoke about last week, which is a practical need. And for me, as a dad, it makes me go, wow, if somebody could do that for me, you know, as a working dad, that would be awesome. And so maybe your human response is like, I want to do something about this, so I'm going to contribute something towards this cause, okay? You might look at a response like this in John 15, 13, even though, you know, you, you don't identify with, you know, being a Christian or whatever, you might look at this and be like, I agree with this statement, you know? that there is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends or for somebody else. So you would lay down just a part, I hope a whole, right? But you would just lay down a part of something which is valuable to you, okay? Like, you know, some meal that you have each week or something like that, and you would put that aside for somebody else. Okay, that's the first response. Okay, the second response is this, and I'm going to finish up on this. The Christian response is this. A person's soul is more valuable than anything I could get, anything I could collect, anything I could work for, anything that I could store. The Christian response would be, I would give up every comfort I know to know that a soul is secured and in the hands of Jesus. I would give up just... Things that are really temporary and don't really mean that much, you know, like some online currency to buy some DLC for some extra map for some game, right? I would give up that so that somebody else would have their eternity secured because we plant one church, which is so inexpensive, and we have 25, you know, families join that small church and get pastored, get nurtured, get fed just because I kind of gave up that one thing, okay? Or even more than that. And I would even say as a Christian, I would stretch myself even further. And I would say, not just, okay, this is the extra money I can give, but how can I get more money? How can I get more people involved? How can I actually stretch this even further so that the difference that is made is even more substantial and that even more souls come into the the kingdom? You get what I'm saying? Let's have a look at this one verse here. This is for the, for the Christians. Well, You've been hearing from the Christians. Okay. That's a Kanye reference, by the way. Only like 20% of people know that. All right. Now, this is Jesus talking real right here. So then calling the crowd to join his disciples, he said, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross, and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake and for the sake of the good news, you will save it. Check this out. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? If anyone is ashamed of me and my message in these adulterous and sinful days the Son of Man will be ashamed of that person when He returns in the glory of His Father with the holy angels. And you see, here's the thing. Jesus demonstrated an absolute, unbelievable amount of value in every human life when He died on the cross for us. He pointed that it wasn't just about kind of like doing good things or fixing yourself up. It was about complete and utter sacrifice for other people. And so Jesus sometimes might look at me and be like, Matt, you know what? I do love you, and I know that you're working, you know, to be the, the best follower of me that you can. But the truth is you're just not giving, you're just not giving up enough. Your soul has been claimed by something else. Your soul is so valuable, and yet you don't value other souls enough. That's real talk, but it's true talk, right? And this is the word for us tonight. So here's what we're gonna do. Okay, I'm going to get the uh, peeps out. Now, the flip side of this is this. You might need some time, or you might feel like this message has kind of like, maybe like pressured you a little bit. And if it has, then I don't want you to fill out a card tonight, because the Bible teaches very clearly that you should never give under compulsion, you should never give under the fact that you're feeling like you've been forced to do this, okay? That's not what I want. But just for like a minute or two, I'm actually going to get the band to, um, to get up and jam. I want people to have the opportunity, if you need to, to fill out this faith promise card because you've forgotten or because this mer- message has me- reminded you and has been like, no, I need to actually do this and get this done. Now, what this basically is, we, we were talking about the last couple of weeks, but it's a commitment that we make each month or just once a year, where we say, God, you know what? I can give this much to our church to take it with the leadership of our church and at the leadership of our church, look at projects, look at different things in the world that will have the most value, most benefit. We don't support projects unless we've actually been to the, to the place and seen it in action and met the people. Okay, so everything has a you know sense of, we don't just throw money at random things. Okay, and our church has been doing this for a while now. Okay, and we've got a reputation for doing this really well. But it's like, you're not going to give the money now, but it's like, you know what, God, this year I'm going to commit, you know, 50 bucks to missions. Or I'm going to commit like five bucks a month. Or I'm going to give like 50 bucks a term or something like that. Like, I don't know what it is for you. But it's going to be a, hopefully a bit of a stretch. But it's also going to be a commitment that you keep. Because the truth is, I'm not going to know who's giving money and who hasn't given money. It's simply a commitment that you make to yourself and to God to say, you know what, God, I want to do this. Okay, I want to be in with this. So if you need a pen, Ash is going to cruise around. You can grab one. And while that's kind of happening, feel free to kind of keep your eyes open, but I'm actually going to pray for us, okay? And then we'll get into that. So if you need a pen, go around. Ash will kind of walk through the crowds. Try not to step on people, and I'll uh, actually I'll just give him some time to do that, and then I'll pray. All right. So that may seem like a like a dull moment or a calm moment, but the truth is, to me, each year that I think about and Ashra and I kind of come around and look at our budget and we see what we can do it's actually to me a very holy moment because it reminds us that it's not just about us and it's about others and so we are 100% in this as well like we try to give absolutely you know as much as we can sacrificially give and we try to lead the way in this okay but again there's no if you're feeling pressured or whatever to do this, then don't do it. Take it home, think about it, and come back when you don't feel that way. But here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna pray and then the bucket people are gonna send around some buckets and you can actually chuck this card in the bucket. So just pretend like this is a bucket, bam. Okay. If it's filled out, if you got your name on it and you put it you know put an amount on it. If you just put a random amount and don't put a name then we're not gonna count it in our figure because it's like, well how do we know who it is? You can just run a million dollars and we don't know. Okay? But we're not going to call you up and say, where's the money? Okay, it's just for you to commit to it. And so we know it's legit. So I'm going to pray. Then the buckets are going to come around. And if you don't want to fill it out now, you can drop it in at the cafe tin that will be there. Or you can just give it to me or Asha. Okay, so let's pray. And feel free, if you, even if you're not handing it in, hold on to these faith promise cards. And we're going to pray. Lord God, we've learned from your word today. Lord, that the soul of a human being is the most infinitely valuable thing. And Lord, we're grateful for that. God, that you have just put in us this eternal heart, this eternal destiny. Lord, that we are the most greatest of your creations. And we honor you for that and we love you for that. But God, we're holding in our hands right now something that is very significant, something very important. Lord, countless souls, Lord, can be helped, can be saved, can be made to feel valuable, can be connected in. You know, with a church or connected in with people who can actually help them. And all we have to simply do is commit something that to us doesn't even really have that much meaning anyway. It's temporary. Money and finance is something that's temporary, but a human soul is eternal. And so it seems logical what we should do here. But I just pray for those maybe who feel like they, they can't give this year or they don't want to give or they don't want to put their name to it. Oh, that's all cool. I pray that you would keep working in their hearts. But for those who are committed I pray that you would help them to fulfill that commitment. Lord, that you would help, you know, the money to come in. Lord, that for there to be a big celebration of all the work that we do as Iron and Y. And that it would kind of catch like wildfire in our youth. And we would give and be generous and be passionate about it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.